Start your day with a fresh word of encouragement. I'm Paul DeYong, and you're now listening to Words of Life, a daily devotional from our life team. Well, a big warm welcome to everybody out there today. It's me, B-Rad, and thanks for joining me on today's daily devotional podcast, Words of Life. It's awesome to have you here, and I get the privilege of continuing our conversation around the book of James. And so I'm going to be digging into James 2 today. If you're new to life, if you're new to church or new to the Bible, you may be hearing this for the first time, and that's so awesome. I hope it unpacks something for you today. But if you've been around church for a while, let this be an amazing reminder about the significant passage of Scripture that can speak to us in our very moment and what we're facing and what's in front of us. So I'm going to read out of James 2, 14 to 17. And it says this, What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or a sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by my deeds. You believe that there is one God. Good. Even the demons believe that and shudder. What a powerful, powerful passage of Scripture. You see, we can't separate what we believe and what we do. No, they're intertwined. They're connected. They're joined. See, one will always end up proving the other. So we're going to look at a few things today, a few things from this passage and see what we can learn. And the first thing that I've got for us today is this, that faith isn't static. That's right, faith, it's not static. There is no option to believe something without it being challenged. Life is constantly moving and our faith must do so as well. If your faith isn't being challenged and stretched, is it really growing? That's my question for you. Is your faith really growing if it's not challenged or stretched? If you're putting it to work, it will be. But if you're not putting it to work, applying it to deeds and activating it, it's nothing more than idea. It's hypothetical. See, I liken it to this. I was thinking about this idea of faith isn't static, and I was thinking about the journey of my health. You see, if I was to just diet to eat well but not exercise, I wouldn't get the full benefits of one without the other. It's the same thing if I was to do all this exercise and hit the gym every day, but I was just eating all the trash food that I wanted, I think that I wouldn't be in a healthy place either. You see, it's the idea of both of them moving forward together, hand in hand, that gives me the best results when it comes to my health and fitness. So it's the same with our faith and works. It's not just one or the other, it's both. So today, maybe your question that you need to be answered is, am I really growing? Is my faith growing? Are my deeds activated along with my faith? The second thing we could look at this from this passage and learn is this, that we can bridge the gap between faith and works. That's right. We can bridge the gap between faith and works. The Holy Spirit's guidance helps us bridge that gap, prompting us and strengthening us for the deeds we want to do. The Holy Spirit is our helper. He's aiding us in our weakness. And I'm so thankful for that because I'll tell you what, on a daily basis, I have many moments of weakness. Maybe it's in a meeting. Maybe I'm in a conversation with somebody or hearing some pastoral care needs. And I'll have moments of weakness where I don't have all the answers. I don't have all the ideas. And I'm thankful for the Holy Spirit that can step in and lead me and guide me, prompt me and strengthen me. 
But the Holy Spirit is our helper, and so He aids us. And it says this in John 14, 15 to 17, that if you love me, keep my commands, and I will ask the Father, and He will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept Him because it neither sees Him nor knows Him, but you know Him. He lives with you and will be in you. That, my friend, is the Holy Spirit. If you're listening to this today and you're faith-filled, a believer in Jesus, He sent us the Holy Spirit to live in us and through us. And He is the very person that we can rely on to help us bridge that gap between faith and works. So allow Him to prompt you, to strengthen you today, to guide you and lead you in whatever is before you when it comes to faith and works being intertwined and working together. The third thing that we can learn from this passage is this, that our faith doesn't always look refined. I think that's a pretty amazing thought that our faith doesn't always look refined because sometimes we must think that, oh man, I've got to have it all together. I've got to have this thing refined and perfect looking amazing. If my colleague or my boss or my schoolmates or those I do uni with look at me, I would hope that they see that I'm well-rounded and bold and faith if I'm believing and confessing to be a Christian. But I sometimes think it doesn't always look like that. The start of James 2 makes it very clear that we shouldn't live with prejudice or favoritism, especially based on appearance. Mark 8.36, it says we should never forsake our souls to gain the world to favor the socially acceptable only. No, we need to love our neighbor. We need to choose mercy over judgment. And in light of the cross, can we really say one person is more worthy of grace over another? I don't think we can. And so it doesn't always look refined. It isn't always the best looking thing. You don't always have to have it all together to have great faith and great works working hand in hand. In the end of James 2, it makes it clear that righteousness has never been based on appearance or about looking the part. You know, I'm so thankful that my life and what I get to do now isn't based on what my appearances were like. If you looked at me on the outside, you may think, hey, this guy's got it all together now. But what you didn't realize, I was a very broken person and there were lots of things in my life that needed to be fixed that I really needed the presence and the power of God to come in and do a massive work in. I wasn't a refined young man, I'll tell you that much. Now, I was more of a sports jock, someone that was going out on the town on a Saturday night, rolling up to church on a Sunday, uh, maybe still smelling a bit of cigarettes and alcohol and a bit hungover. I was that sort of guy, rolling up at the back, first to leave. And uh, that was sort of my jam. So I'm thankful that people just didn't look at me and write me off. No, they were like, this guy's not refined, but there's a kingdom purpose in him. And I think that our faith can sometimes be like that. It doesn't have to be wrapped up in perfection. If you're listening to this, you don't have to have it all together. Let's look past the outward appearance of our lives, whether they be looking amazing or not looking so good and go, hey, there's something in every single one of us that has a kingdom value and a kingdom purpose when it comes to faith and works. You know, the reality of following Jesus and trusting God is a lot less refined. It's a lot less smooth. It's not as cool as we think. And just as we don't want that unrealistic standard applied to ourselves, nor should we apply it to others. Marrying our faith and deeds might look bumpy. Trusting the Holy Spirit's guidance might feel awkward. But ultimately, we'll be living the life God truly wants us to live and becoming more effective in sharing His love. So my prayer today is that we would trust trust in God, trust in the Holy Spirit, that He would lead us and guide us as we step foot into what our day looks like. 
that we would take our faith and activate that along with our works, that the deeds that we would do, maybe in our workplace, with our kids, at preschool, when we're doing a drop-off, that whatever we come across in the cafe, whatever it may be, that we would be having deeds aligned with faith, working hand in hand. So let this prayer, as I pray it, let I pray it over you, pray it into you, and that something would ignite on the side of you, that we would live on the inside of you, that we would live that James 2 kind of lifestyle, a hand-in-hand faith coming together with amazing works to see the kingdom of God advance and Jesus work in and through our lives. So let me pray. I'd love to do that before we go and have an amazing day. Jesus, let our trust in you eclipse our desire to understand everything, to perfect everything. May our focus be on balancing our faith with deeds and trusting your leading. God, we thank you that our desire is to chase after what you have for us and let our faith and our works, our deeds be aligned. Let it work hand in hand together and let us see the difference of that as we go about our day. God, that our faith wouldn't be static, stood still, doing nothing, but no, it'd be active, moving forward, making a difference. That we would understand that we can bridge the gap between faith and works because of the leading of the Holy Spirit in and through our lives. And that our faith, God, doesn't have to look refined. We don't have to have it all together. It doesn't have to be the perfect outward appearance to be at work. And God, we thank you that you love us and that you're for us. Would you bless us today in Jesus' name? Amen. Amen. Have a fantastic day. We love you. Believe in God's best over your life. And I hope you look forward to continuing on the devotionals tomorrow with more of James. Take care. We'll see you soon. Thanks for joining us for another encouraging word from the Life Team. Don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. We'd love to have you join us at church this Sunday. If you're in Auckland or Melbourne, check out the website for a location near you. Or you can choose to join us online from wherever you are. Find a service at lifenz.org.